It's been a while since we've done three totally unrelated questions, so let's do it today. Hey, it's Shane here. 318 Radio is on the air. One, two, three, four. Thanks for stopping by. Please don't go. And if you just swipe through, I'm going to know. I need all those claps, because my self-esteem is low. Okay, so here's how this works. I have three questions for you. They're not related in any sort of way. They're just kind of random questions, things I've been thinking about. And I want to hear from you. I would like you to call in and uh, let your voice be heard. You can answer one question. You can answer all three, however you want to do it. But uh, call in if you want to be a part of the episode, if you want to be a part of the podcast. Your uh, calls will be published, and uh, I'll respond to them. And they'll be a part of this episode. So that's how it works. And let's get going with totally unrelated question number one. You know, I've always said and believe that people will complain about anything. And I've even joked and said, you know, somebody could win the lottery and they would still find something to complain about. Well, that actually happened recently. A lady in New Hampshire won the lottery, and now she's upset because her name is going to have to be disclosed. It's going to have to be made public who she is. She won, I believe, $400 million. Um, And she's even saying that she's just not going to take the money because she wants to remain private. Well, I don't believe that, first of all. I think if push comes to shove, she's going to take the money. Um... But yeah, she's making a big deal out of the fact that her name is going to have to become public. Now, her name has to become public. For one reason is because it's public money, money, it's public funds. Uh, It can't just be given to some person that nobody knows about. I mean, it has to be disclosed. We can't have the government giving away that much money and no one's able to know exactly where it went. It has to be made public. Another thing here is, like, yeah, you won $400 million. It doesn't make you the richest person in the world. You're not the first millionaire in the world. There's plenty of other people out there that have as much money or more, and their lives aren't at risk every second of the day um, if you're turning it into some type of a safety issue. Uh, use some of that money wisely. Hire an attorney. Hire uh a firm that can provide defense if you're worried about that you've got plenty of money so i mean to me this just seems like uh, it just seems like somebody complaining finding something to complain about you would think man if i won 400 million dollars all my problems would be solved but no uh we're we're still humans and we can still find things to complain about so anyway uh, you've heard my position. I think it's ridiculous. I think she needs to suck it up, take the money, and uh, just let her name be made public like every other lottery winner has in history. Um, but my question to you for the first question is, uh, what do you think? Should we allow lottery winners to remain private? 
and uh, you've, you've heard my opinion. I think uh, having to be made public, that just goes with the territory. You knew that when you bought the lottery ticket, that there was a chance you might win, and your name would have to be made public. So uh, I say just suck it up, or either just don't take the money and let it be given to somebody else. What do you think? Okay, number two, as the rain is starting to come down pretty hard here, so you may hear some of that in the background. Anyway, question number two, have you ever been surprised by a TV show, or maybe even a movie, um, but I guess I'm thinking more about TV shows. So what I mean by that is, have you ever heard of a show or heard about a show, seen a preview for a show, and you just think, you know, right off the bat, you think, that's not something that I would be interested in. I, I wouldn't like that. And maybe you just dismiss it. But somewhere along the line, you actually watch the show and are surprised that you did like it. And it was very good to you. So, my example of this... My example of this is Sons of Anarchy. So, I remember when the show came out. I remember when it was a big thing and people were into it. And I was just like, kind of didn't care about it. I didn't think it'd be anything that I would be interested in. I am not into motorcycles. Um, I don't I don't ride motorcycles, um, mainly because I enjoy living and breathing and not being dead and things like that. So um, I just it just seemed like something that would not interest me at all. Somewhere along the line though, I started to watch it. Me and my wife watched it together. And I will tell you that that became one of my favorite shows of all time. It was just great. Um, and I was just very pleasantly surprised by how much I liked that show. So Now, I'm sure there have been other shows like that. Um, I, that's just the one that came to mind right away when I was thinking about this. And uh, have there been any shows that you um, weren't or didn't think you'd be interested in, but you started watching it? and kind of fell in love with it. I guess a, a more recent one like that for me would be uh, This Is Us. When I when I first heard about this show, I just, that uh, wasn't something I wanted to watch, but reluctantly started watching it, really for my wife, because she wanted to watch it. And and I like it. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit it. So, anyway, yeah, I like, I like This Is Us, and but let me know. Let me know if there are any shows like that out there for you uh, that you've been pleasantly surprised by. Or if, you want, or if you want to go the other way with it, are there any shows that you thought you would just really love when you saw, saw it, preview for it, or heard about it, and then you started watching it, and you didn't like it? So let me know about any TV shows that you have been surprised by, one way or the other. I don't know if this happens to anybody else, but... I haven't got like a single notification, call, text, anything, all day, in like the last 12, 16 hours. But as soon as I start recording on Anchor, everybody wants to call. Everybody wants to text. I start getting alerts and notifications and everything. It's just very, very frustrating today. Anyway, that has nothing to do with my third question. Here's the third question. Question number three is really for my fellow uh, people of faith out there, fellow Bible readers. 
I've been experimenting with some different Bible apps, and I've really had one that I've used for like the last several years, and I just never tried any other apps, and now I've found a new one that I really like. But I want to know, what is your favorite Bible app or apps? And I'll tell you about the two that I like. So the one that I've used for a long time is called Blue Letter Bible. Um, this really is more of like a study type Bible app. You can find a lot of commentaries. You can find all the, the Greek and Hebrew words. Um, it's just, I mean, you can really do some in-depth study with this app. It's really good for that. And for that reason, I never really tried to find any other apps until lately. Um, I started hearing a lot about this uh, version Bible app. So, downloaded that to see what it was all about, if there was anything different. And there is something quite different about the version Bible app. And I think the thing that makes it unique and different from the Blue Letter Bible app is it has a little bit of a social aspect to it. Um, you can add friends on there, and then you can have things that you do with your friends. You can you can set up a they have all these different reading plans, and you can have a group of friends that that join the same reading plan, and uh, you know you see each other's progress and stuff like that, and you see comments and and, and things that people you know leave and, and things like that. So there's a social aspect to the YouVersion Bible app that I really really like. I'm, in fact, I'm I'm planning on incorporating that into uh into the youth youth ministry and you know trying to get some of the students to to uh all do a a a, a reading plan together so uh I think that would be neat I'm trying to get that going we'll see how that goes but uh either way I think it's a really neat uh thing I think it's a really interesting thing the the social aspect of the YouVersion Bible app so those are two that I really like but it got me thinking maybe maybe I'm missing out on something else because I haven't really tried a whole lot of these. I know there's a lot of Bible apps out there, but I haven't really tried a lot of them. So if that's something you've got on your phone, uh, let me know what Bible apps that you like. All right, well, I'm going to be quiet now and let you guys talk. Yeah, so we've left this door wide open for you to call in and be a part of the show. You can answer one question, or you can answer two, or you can answer three questions, however you want to do it, um, at, that's fine with me, uh, call in, and I will be happy to publish those call-ins, so, in the meantime, I hope you're having a good Wednesday, uh, we're having some pretty rough weather here, um, a little bit of severe weather, nothing too terrible, but, uh, some rain and, and lightning and things like that, but, anyway, Hope you're having a good Wednesday. Hope you're having a good week. And I will talk to you later. God bless. Okay. Got a couple of call-ins here from KMC. And the first one here that I'm going to play is about the lottery winners and should they be able to remain private. And so uh, here you go. Enjoy. Hey, Shane. I'm just calling in about the one of the questions of the day. Should lotto winners be made public? Now, I totally agree with you. They should be. Uh, because you're winning public money, the public deserves to know who won. Okay, yeah, it might be a little annoying for a few days. You're going to get constant phone calls, people begging for money. But you've won $400 million. Um, you can easily reject these people. 
You can easily change your phone number. You could easily go off the grid. You can fly to wherever you want to go and, and be secluded from the public. If that's the concern that the public's going to come after you, you have $400 million. You can go anywhere you want. You can take yourself off the grid. So I, I don't see why this is a big issue. It seems to be an easy solve for me. Yeah, definitely. 100% agree. And, you know, by the way, if anybody does find out the identity of this woman in New Hampshire who won the $400 million, um, please let me know because I'm pretty sure she's my cousin. All right, got one more call in, and this is in response to TV shows that have surprised you. Hey, Shane, I just want to call in about question number two. Uh, what shows surprised you? For me, it was definitely two shows uh, that come to mind first, Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad. Both of those shows, people kept telling me, you got to watch these shows, you got to watch these shows. They're great, they're awesome. Um, but I'm more into uh, science fiction type shows, um, more uh, uh, action, like real-time action, like 24 was my favorite sh uh, show of all time. So I was more into the uh, action, like real-life action shows. But uh, Game of Thrones is more set in like a medieval fantasy world, and I loved it from the first scene of the first episode. And the same with Breaking Bad. Loved it from the very first scene of the first episode. Can't get enough. Yeah, Breaking Bad was so good. In fact, I would say Breaking Bad is probably my favorite TV show of all time. Um, yeah, I think I could easily say that. For me, though, it wasn't a surprise. It, it is the type of show that I like. I mean, crime, drama, gangs, and things like that. Um, that's that's kind of right down, down my alley. So it wasn't really a surprise that I liked it. Um, but yeah, Breaking Bad is so good. I, I really wish that I could go back in time to the moment before, before I had seen Breaking Bad and just watch it again from just fresh because that was, it was just so good. Um, but yeah, thanks for those call-ins, KMC. I will talk to you later. All right, Shane. First question, should a lot of winners be made public? Yes. They won the lottery. It's a huge time in their lives. Give them the credit they deserve. Uh, question two. I don't have any Bible apps, so I'm going to rant about this one. My show, I told you, I, I listen to Survivor, but uh, I like this amazing race. you got to check this out. This show, you race around the world with your buddy or your life partner or anybody, but imagine racing around the world with your life partner the first six legs of the race and then tonight on this episode you have to switch your life partner up or your your teammate up and you switch teams cold shoulder no warning what would you do so yes and the amazing race to the lotto question appreciate that call in kt uh you know that's a show that i've never watched the amazing race and it it doesn't seem like the type of show that i would like but I mean, that's what we're talking about here, right? We're talking about shows that maybe you think you wouldn't like, but maybe they surprise you. So maybe I should try The Amazing Race. Is it 
I know it's like a live, like a competition show, so I don't know if there are, are old episodes of it on like a streaming app, like a Netflix or something like that, but uh, let me know if there are, cause, because right now that'd be the only way that I would be able to uh, to watch it. So, um, if there is uh, some streaming service that has old episodes of The Amazing Race or old seasons, uh, let me know, and I'll check it out. Appreciate that call in, KT. Talk to you later. Well, I just got home from church not too long ago and ate some dinner and got a pleasant surprise here. Got a few call-ins from my man Timo, Travis Moffitt. And uh, so the first one I'm going to play here is about the lottery winners. Check it out. Hey, Shane, it's Travis, man. I hope that you are doing well. Great to connect with you here again on Anchor. I've got answers for your questions. Number one on the lottery question, should lottery winners' names be made public? I I would say no. I, I don't see any reason for them to be made public. I know everybody's saying, well, it's public money. Um, but the reality is, is the lottery is a tax. Uh, at the end of the day, you can either define it as gambling or as a tax. And I pay taxes, but I don't have to disclose. I'm not legally required to disclose my name in the quantity of taxes or the quantity of income uh, that I make uh, or don't make and uh, you know, make that public record. On the other hand, uh, as a, if you want to look at it as a gamble, as a bet, um, I don't gamble. I don't play the lottery. But if I went to the casino here in Tampa and won a bunch of money, I would not have to publicly disclose that either. So I say no. So I wonder, though, if we start letting the winners stay anonymous, how will we know there actually is a winner and they're not just saying that somebody won and, you know, keeping all the money? Um, so I guess it's sort of a protection against corruption that we announce a winner, that people can verify that there was actually a real winner. I don't know. Otherwise, we just have to trust the government. Anyway, next caller. Okay, number two, movies or shows that have surprised me. The two that came to mind uh, surprised me. One's a movie, one's a show. The movie is uh, really a whole series of movies, the Ip Man movie, or Ip Man. It's actually pronounced Ip Man. Uh, one, two, and three. Not because I didn't think I would like them. I like martial arts movies, but I didn't think I would like them that much, as much as I actually like the Ip Man movies. Not just because the martial arts in it is fantastic, but the storyline behind it, especially the the relationship between Ip Man and his wife and how that plays out uh, over the years is fantastic. And the show that surprised me, uh, it's already been mentioned here, was Breaking Bad. I figured I'd like it. I like, you know, crime shows and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, even to describe it of, you know, here's a teacher who's uh, uh, terminally ill and so he becomes a drug dealer. It was just like, nah, that just sounds like some dude going down the toilet. But the show itself was amazing. Totally surprised me. Really outstanding. And then on the Bible apps, uh, you know what? I have used version for years and that's really kind of the main one that I've used. A couple of years back, I tried to download a bunch of other ones to try some different ones out. I did download the Blue Letter Bible app. And uh, like that for its study components that you uh, mentioned on here. But I've kind of forgotten about it. So I appreciate you reminding me about that. Um, and what's made the difference for me in version? I used it for a long time just because it had a bunch of different translations of the Bible. But recently... Uh, like literally within the last, I don't know, maybe just a few months, I've really kind of rediscovered the social components, the um, the reading plans and things like that. 
and have uh, just kind of gained a new uh, enjoyment of the app. So, you know, yeah, like you said, those those components, I think, really take it up to the next level. Plus, I can get it in Spanish. I can get it in Garifuna. I can get it in all kind of different languages. So, version, awesome. All right, and I've got some great call-ins coming up from Melissa Reyes. And, uh, well, these are just good. Just uh, take a listen. Well, I don't know if I have a whole position on this, like, to back it up, but I took a poll in my family, and two to one, two to one we think that it should be remain private, that the, that the people should have the right to remain private if they don't want their identity to be known, because, you know, it's not anybody else's business, and, um, you know, that... Uh, if they win that much money, that they if they want to remain private for whatever reasons, it's up to them. So that's that's where we stand in our family. <laughs> you know, I think that was my initial reaction too. That you know, I was kind of like, who cares if they want to stay private? If they want to stay anonymous, who cares? You know. Um, but then, as I kind of started thinking about it more and and reading kind of the other reasons why they should not be able to stay anonymous. I I came down a little more on that side. And I guess mainly to me it just it just has to do with the fact that it it, it is public money. It's it's the government giving somebody money. Um and I think anytime the government spends money, there should just be complete transparency. Now, obviously we don't get complete transparency from our government. Um <laughs> not nearly as much as we would like, but uh, yeah, I just, I, I guess I just want to err more to where, towards the side of there being, you know, more transparency as to how government funds and, and public funds are spent. So, anyway, yeah, and, and, and I mean, it's not like this is some big issue, right? I mean, <laughs> it's not anything I've ever really thought about before today. But, uh, anyway, I appreciate your, uh, your opinion and you polling your family, so that was pretty cool. Okay, well, this one's really tough because my family watched so many shows. But first, I want to say I never did see Sons of Anarchy, but I did meet the cast and interview some of the guys from um, the spinoff show, Mayans MC, which are pretty awesome. So um, I'm going to have to link to some photos from that. It's pretty cool. Um, so I do want to watch Sons of Anarchy, and now I've heard you say that, I really want to watch it more because um, I really didn't know anybody who'd seen it and but I totally want to see that now. Uh, the first thing that came to my mind was Dexter. Now, if you've never seen Dexter, you hear the, the you know, what it's about, and you might be surprised that little Ms. Melissa talks about the word of the week and all frou-frou and everything. <laughs> I love that show. I love me my Dexter. I've watched every single episode, and I would watch it again. So that might surprise you. And um, I'll be back with more. Okay, number two continued. My son said that he thought he would like, or started to like, Designated Survivor, which my husband really liked, with Kiefer Sutherland, and he plays the president, and he ends up having to be the president when everybody else dies. And they thought that they, he would really like it, but he ended up thinking it was not so good. So I guess that fits into your category. But um, we're actually watching a show right now. What's this one called? Kevin probably saves the world. Saves the world. <laughs> I didn't think I would like it, but we watch it every week. It's pretty good. And, um, you know, it's very clever and sweet. So, you never know. <laughs> Thanks for the question. 
Okay, so wow, I have a lot to say about this. First of all, definitely watch Sons of Anarchy. Whatever you're watching right now, when you're, when you're done with that, and you've got an opening to watch something new, oh, do yourself a favor and watch Sons of Anarchy. It was so good. Uh, and that being said, as much as I'm building up Sons of Anarchy, I had no idea that there is a spinoff of Sons of Anarchy um, about the Mayans. So I'm going to be looking that up right away and finding out more about that because I, I had no idea that was even a thing. Um, you also mentioned Better Call Saul. I think you mentioned that in a comment. And that that's one that I haven't watched yet, but I need to. I think the only reason I haven't watched it yet but was, and this is going to sound stupid, but just because I liked Breaking Bad so much that I just, I didn't think a spinoff could do justice to it, maybe? I don't know. Uh, but I am going to try it. I am going to try Better Call Saul. I believe it's on Netflix, so I'm going to be looking into that very soon. And you know what? I am surprised that you mentioned Dexter. Um... Because that was a really dark show, wasn't it? I mean, it almost... At it, because I enjoyed it, too. It was just so different. And and like I said, it was really dark. But at the same time, I thought it was... I thought it was well done. I thought it was a, a pretty good show. So, yeah, I'm a little surprised to hear you talking about Dexter. Um, but, but it was a great show. Now, I think there was something else that I was going to talk about, but I'll have to go back and listen to those calls again so I can remember what it was, uh, because I just can't remember right now. So I'm going to play a batch of call-ins here, and these are all related to the question of the lottery, and should lottery winners be able to remain uh, anonymous and keep their privacy. Hey, Shane, this is a great conversation, and it's so interesting, like you were saying, that the lotto not being like a huge issue has kind of become one of the main points of conversation. Uh, but just another thought on public versus private on the names. Uh, you mentioned about government accountability. I'm all for governmental accountability. I think they should absolutely document and, you know, collect the records and things like that for when they're declaring a winner. But to me, the only reason, the singular only reason that the state of whatever would want to announce that Travis Moffat won the lottery, which I didn't win the lottery, but whoever, Joe Blow, Billy Bob Thornton won the lottery, is for marketing, for advertising. To me, the lottery 100% is a tax on the poor. Uh, you know, it's, hey, you don't have any money, here's your shot at, at millions. So it's definitely sort of that that pipe dream. I mean, we all know the statistics. You're you're statistically more likely to be struck by lightning twice than winning the lottery. And people say, well, if you don't, if you're not in, you can't win. Hey, I get all of that. But you'd be better off. Any financial planner would tell you'd be better off taking your dollar a week or hundred dollars a week or however much you're spending and go put it into some sort of savings product or whatever. So why would a state want to publish the person's name exclusively for marketing purposes so that they can say, hey. This guy won the lottery, and you can too. So to me, keeping the names public is only advantageous for the state. It in no way holds them accountable for anything that they've paid out, and it in no way uh, prevents people from chasing um, a pipe dream. So I think keep them private. It's my thoughts. I had to ask myself, why are people so worried about being public or private? And I was looking on the internet, the best place to look for any facts, and found like 15 examples of why people feel a little leery about this sort of thing. 
You look in 2010 at Doris Siegel. This guy didn't even win the lottery. He claimed to win the lottery and conned all of his friends, a church pastor, for out of a more than a million dollars. Freddie Young, in 2011, a lottery winner, got his assets frozen after the judge saw that he was a murderer, a premeditated murder, where the landlord of his daughter got shot to death. There's Gregory Birch, 20-year-old. He was won more than $400,000, where later on, two months, he was his home was broken into, and they say it was a targeted kill, where um, three or four broke in and demanded the money and then fatally shot him to death. That's like three of many stories. And so what does this all add up to? What does it mean? It means you're going to die. That means I agree with you as far as, you know, getting the attorney. But by then it might be too late. I think they should quietly let you know that you won. They should give you maybe four or five, maybe six months to plan out where you're going to move and make a clean getaway. Moving to a different house in a different place, a different school district for your kids. And then go ahead and acknowledge it in the state that they moved from, which would protect the identity, protect the family, and everyone would live happily ever after, I think. And now I've got a batch of call-ins uh, regarding the second question about surprise TV shows. Some of these are in response to other call-ins um, earlier in the show, so... Um, if you haven't listened to those, you may be a little confused, but uh, here we go. And dude, Dexter is probably one of the best shows ever made. I'm just saying. I probably shouldn't even say that, but man, what a phenomenal, what a phenomenal show. It was fantastic. I totally forgot about it. I appreciate you guys mentioning it. I may have to go back and watch the whole thing again. Except, I have to say, I absolutely hated capital H capital A, capital T, E, D, exclamation point, hated the ending. Absolutely hated the last 60 seconds of the whole series. Worst ever. Best show ever, worst possible ending. So to answer the question about the show that surprised me, my wife is like number, I don't know, like 10 in the nation on that one app. I think it's called Quiz Up under the category of British royalty. Well, I find it interesting, but just not as interesting as she does. And there was a series that came out on Netflix, which I kind of judged Netflix thinking how good of a series could they put up based on being a five ninety nine a month platform and then try to depict a, a country and a culture that is far removed from them. And by the way, I don't know what the price is for Netflix. We wanted to do something as a couple, so we started watching The Crown. And surprisingly, it started a little bit slow. But man, it broke my heart finding out I have one more episode before it's all over. Hey, 31H Radio. It's another, it's one of the staff members from Sports with Bagel. You'll probably remember me because I was the one who asked you, hey, what is more popular, sports or politics? And I, I think you gave me a reasonable explanation, and I enjoyed listening to that. But I'm answering question number two. What show has surprised me? And um, I heard, I mean, I'm a big sports fan, but there's 
There's this show that my friend has suggested to me called Last Chance U, and I wa- and I heard of it, and I watched a couple of trailers, and it wasn't, and it didn't seem interesting, and then I was blown away. So I'll continue this call real quick. Second part. Um, yeah, I was really surprised on how much I loved that show. It was such a great show, and I'm really into it. Um, I'll tell it to you right now. It's about all these college players. It's on Netflix only. And it's all these college players that got arrested or kicked off a team. Like a big college team. And so they joined East Mississippi Community College. And they try to rebuild their uh, confidence. So I was really surprised by that show. Um, It's definitely a five star for me. So, um, I want to hear your thoughts about it. Um, go ahead and search it up and let me know. Hey, Shane. I just wanted to call in and answer uh, your question number two. Um, the show that really surprised me was a show that I watched when I was a kid and still watch to this day, Phineas and Ferb. When it first came out, I thought it was going to be um, a very annoying show with bratty kids, obnoxious um, side characters, and I just uh, thought it was going to be kind of trashy. But that uh, I was dead wrong. Phineas and Ferb is one of my most favorite shows of all time, animated and live action. Phineas and Ferb is just very hard to beat. And uh, I just, just can't say enough how much I enjoy Phineas and Ferb and how wrong I was. So that that was the show that really surprised me. Now let me say here that typically I try to respond to every call-in, but I think I was a little over, overwhelmed with the response on this one. I had so many uh, that it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to respond to every single thing, but um, there were a few things in these last few call-ins I want to mention. Uh, Travis mentioned the ending of Dexter. I don't really remember the ending of it. Maybe I didn't watch it all the way through the end, but, uh, that is a, that's a tough thing for TV shows, I think, is finding a good, you know, how do you wrap up a TV show that's been going on for 12 years or whatever, you know? I remember loving the show Lost, but I just hated the way that it ended. But really, how could they have ended it in a way that was going to satisfy all the fans? They really couldn't. Maybe that's one thing that's so good about Breaking Bad, though, because the ending to Breaking Bad was perfect. It was the perfect ending. And, uh, yeah, it's hard to end those those shows. Another one uh, that I wanted to respond to was the uh, Last Chance You. I didn't get to watch all of that. I started on it, but it wasn't something that uh, we, me and my wife, both were equally interested in. So just kind of stopped it after a few episodes. But, um... As far as the last chance you though, there was a player on there, John Franklin the third. I think he was on the first season of Last Chance You, um, who came and played for Auburn. Of course, I'm a huge Auburn fan, and he eventually left Auburn. He he didn't make it at quarterback, and uh, he went somewhere else. I don't even know where he went. But anyway, that's my connection to the show uh, Last Chance You. Okay, now we got one more call in for now. This one is from Alfred, and it is in regards to the uh, Bible apps. So take a listen. I don't mind Bible apps, and I've been through all the ones that were mentioned before. 
I notice, however, that sometimes when I want to open it up really quick, say you're in church, and sometimes these things have to load slightly, some longer than others, it kind of got on my nerves. So I went into iBooks and just purchased like a two ninety nine um, New Living translation or NASB translation, and I can put notes in it. It saves it, and it feels like it's you know it'll be there all the time. But if it had to be an app, this isn't really an app, but it appears to be an app on your desktop. It is the Bible Hub because of the many translations it has, especially the interlinear with the Greek, which I know yours did, and so did you version, but I enjoy this one even more. It's not as pretty, but it's very thorough, and yeah, I usually go to it. 